Hi, everybody. Juleika here. We've been producing the show for almost a year. And in the process, you and I have met so many cool first gens. And we've talked to some of the smartest people thinking about and working through the issues that plague first gens and our parents. For the next few episodes, I'm checking in with some of our OGs, original guests, to find out how things have been going since they were on the show. Today, I'm talking to Adela. Adela's first episode aired last year on May 23rd. Here's some of what she shared. Hi, my name is Adela. I am Jewish. I was born in America, but my father was born in Israel and my mother was born in England. And in my family, we call our parents mom and dad. Growing up, my parents have always been Democrats and I've always been a Democrat fairly liberal. And that's just, there really was no heavy political conversation in our family just because we were all Democrats and that was fine and everybody was copacetic. But after Obama, my dad decided to vote for Trump. And it was a really big deal in my family. My mom, she had a hard time with it. She ended up not voting, which made me mad for other reasons. She almost felt like she either had to, like, go against my dad. If she voted, she was for sure not going to vote for Trump. And so she felt like if she did vote and she voted for Hillary, it would be like going against my dad. When I asked Adela to come back on the show, I really wanted to know how conversations about politics have been going with her mom and her dad. Considering all of the stuff that's been happening, the election, the insurrection, the misinformation campaigns, the pandemic, and all of the things that we've been facing. Let's get into it. Hey, Adela, welcome back. Hi, Juleika. So good to be here. We wanted you back because... You and I talked about politics and families and generations and Trump. Yes. So when you hear yourself from last year, Mm -hmm. how does that make you feel? Well, I mean, I feel pretty much the same way. But it was funny when I was listening. I was like, I think at the end of the clip, I said something like, you know, there's no changing anybody's minds in politics. Like, I'm never going to change his mind. And Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that I changed his mind. Um, Far from it. Far, far (laughs) from it. But but I think he's kind of come around. I think, I mean, obviously a lot has happened Mm -hmm. since, um, since, well, November and uh, certainly since we recorded. But um, I think just like, the nonsense with um, with contesting the election and taking it to the courts and and, you know, not abiding by the court's rulings and still calling everybody a liar. And then everything that happened on January 6th cemented in my dad's head that this the is insurrection? like not. Yes, the insurrection. <laughs> Right. But my my dad is not like one of the conspiracy theorists. I should make that very, very clear. Like mm-hmm. he never, ever thought that the election was rigged. He mm-hmm. thought that was all BS. He knew it was all BS. I think what Trump's actions after the election 
and the inciting of the insurrection did for my father is more like make him really realize how dangerous the rhetoric really is in terms of of just like the stability of the United States. You know, we talked about how my dad is a one issue voter Mm -hmm. and, you know, his issue is Israel and the existence of Israel. Like it's very existential for him. And part of the conversation that I had had with him back, like back in the early spring uh, was that, you know, I understand that you see Israel's existence as, as being tenuous, but to be honest, I see United States existence as being tenuous. And at the time he was kind of like, are you nuts? Like, you know, you know, the United (laughs) States is going to be here forever. And it's so, it's such a, you know, big and powerful country. Mm-hmm. And then everything happened, right? And that it just sort of showed him how fragile it really is mm. and how maybe, you know, maybe it it's not as strong as he had thought and that it's not going to, you know, uh, overcome every single adversity ever faces. So mm. I think that has happened in my dad's mind. He has not said it out loud. So I definitely don't want to put words in his mouth. Right. He's a very prideful uh you know older man so i doubt he would ever ever admit he was wrong but i can see and just like how he doesn't bait me as much as he used to ah. that he is he is maybe like oh my god this guy's a nut job you know <laughs> did, did you guys talk about how each of you was going to vote do you know how he voted i didn't talk to him i just I, he, he, I'm 95% certain he voted for Trump. Wow. Yeah. So there was no changing his mind, especially in that moment. Right. Yeah. Like if the election was held now, I think maybe he would reconsider. But at the time, I don't think there was any sort of consideration of not voting for Trump. So. (laughs) And did your mom vote this time? Yes. She okay. did. And she <laughs> like was very much, you know, a Biden supporter and was like, okay. you know, obviously there are so many gender dynamics at play, especially for the older generations. And I've had many conversations with my mother over the past couple of years about how, you know, she she sees my relationship with my husband and, you know, she knows that I'm a pretty, you know, I'm an equal partner in my relationship with her my husband and, and, and that like, I can, I can say yes or no, like in some, sometimes I'm the boss, you know, whereas mm-hmm. for her generation, that was never the case for the woman. Like they were not the boss, you know, the man mm-hmm. was the boss. And, and so I think it took a lot for her to sort of stand up to him. And I think she regrets not standing up last time. Mm-hmm. Have you become more understanding of how your dad came to his politics or have you become even less understanding given all of the things that Trump spurred in the country? So, okay, I can't, I I will never, ever understand like people who vote for Trump. So, so like I've become less understanding of that over Mm -hmm. time. Mm -hmm. Um, But I I don't think my, my dad wasn't voting for Trump. Right. My my dad was voting for Israel and he was voting for Republicans. So um he, I think he wished 
it wasn't Trump, right? But okay. it was more so so in that vein, like I can I can understand it. I think that's why I think had it been that he was a Trumper, that would have been just really hard for me. Hi, everybody. Juleka here. I'm the host and creator of How to Talk to Mommy and Papi About Anything. And I want to invite you to be on our show. If you're an adult and a child of immigrants from anywhere in the world, I'd love to talk to you about those conversations that are hard but necessary. Things about politics, dating, career, parenting. Seriously, no topic is off limits. Send us an email at hello at talktomommypapi.com and let's get you on the show. That's hello at talktomommypapi.com. See you soon. Hi, everybody. Juleka here. I want to tell you about Ethnically Ambiguous. It's a podcast from iHeartRadio and hosts Iranian-American Anna and Syrian-American Shireen talk to people of color, immigrants, and children of immigrants. Together, they try to dissect what it was like to be raised in the U.S., They talk about discovering sexuality within immigrant families, being raised as an outsider, and representation in television, among many more topics. Occasionally, they also talk about important news coming out of the Middle East and share stories from history that help us understand the context for what's happening in the Middle East. New episodes drop every Monday. Listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, everybody. I'm Julie Calantigua, the creator and executive producer of How to Talk to High Achievers About Anything. And I'd like to invite you to be a guest on the show. Every episode, we talk to black and brown folks striving to do big things and looking for ways to level up. Licensed psychotherapist Devon Lewis offers feedback about aspirational challenges we all face. Things like imposter syndrome, perfectionism, and especially how we define success. We'd love to hear about your triumphs and where you still trip up sometimes. Send our producer, Virginia, an email so she can get your story on the show. She's at virginia at lwcstudios.com. Since Trump leaving office and the new inauguration and all of the conversations you've been having with your dad, have other issues surfaced that are important to him, especially issues that are related to the democracy and the existence of (laughs) the United States? You know, I don't know. And I am I am staying very far away from conversations like that with my dad. And 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 he is surprisingly staying away from conversations with me about it. Um, so. I, and that's why I think that, like, there's sort of a stubbornness to him that he won't he just won't admit he was wrong. So we haven't talked about it. And I'm I'm staying pretty far away from it. And. I will say that I have, you know, as horrible as everything, as just January 6th was, like, I hate to say this, but I was unsurprised. And Mm -hmm. that makes me incredibly sad to say that. Mm -hmm. Not to say I'm a fortune teller by any stretch of the imagination, but, you know, like, this was just like, okay, my nightmare is actually happening in reality. I've seen this happen a thousand times already, and this is really not (laughs) <laughs> surprising to me. It's very right. sad that I'm not surprised, but it's not, I'm not surprised. Right. No. So I think that there was definitely the collective gasp of this is happening in the United States for people who didn't have any connection to countries where this happens, mm-hmm. you know, in mm-hmm. cycles. I think that that was definitely a first generational 
moment Mm -hmm. in which, yeah, I'm stuck right in the middle of this because my parents may have come from a country that very recently experienced this or is currently under an authoritarian ruler and then me enjoying the freedoms (laughs) of being in the United States Mm -hmm. and now witnessing something that we were supposed to leave behind. Yep. Right. Yeah. Like, have you guys, maybe you and your mom talked about, um, does this change how they see themselves in the U.S.? Yeah. So it's a hard conversation to have with my mom. My mom is, um, I think she would call me a pessimist or a glass half empty mm-hmm. type of person, mm-hmm. um, just because that's sort of immediately where my mind goes. So like when I want to talk about it, she's she's just sort of like an ostrich. In my mind, she's an ostrich who wants to just stick her head in the sand and just doesn't want to talk about it. Mm. Um, you know, I think she's one of these people who thinks, well, okay, all the problems are solved now that Biden's in office and we don't have to worry about it anymore. And I'm the person who's like, no, somebody smashed the vase on the ground and we are not going to be able to glue it back together. Like we're going to have to start over. You know, there's no just rewinding and pretending like the last four years didn't happen. All right. So I'm going to ask you an an impolite question, which is, do you think that that has to do with their class? I, you know, I don't know what that has to do with because my mom is really well read and she's also very well versed in the history of the of World War Two. Mm-hmm. So, so, you know, you know, like we're, history is repeating itself in a lot of ways. And so I'm sort of surprised. And maybe you're right. Maybe it is just because she has the luxury and the privilege of being, you know, in the class that she's in and the and and being comfortable and not having to witness you know some of the things firsthand do you think that maybe your dad was one of these folks that maybe bought into disinformation or you still think that this is just the one issue voter mentality of i'm going to really ignore what else is impacted by my vote because with this vote I get to vote for the thing that that is most mm-hmm. important to me. No, I think my dad was 100% swayed by propaganda. I think it was not the typical propaganda that you think of when you think of, you know, um, misinformation around Trump. I think it was specifically um, about Israel, but about misinformation, about policies and um, actions around Israel. Like, He's sending me stuff about, you know, like the U.N. and and resolutions against Israel that they've never done against other countries. So my dad's well informed. He's also well read. But um, but it wasn't like the QAnon nonsense with like, you know, like that. It wasn't that kind of misinformation. I think that was getting through my dad. It was more like this, um, like he would get (laughs) I'll give you an example. My dad would get like emails. And again, it's this is not about Trump. It's about like a larger kind of anti-Semitic and anti-Semitism exists 100 percent. It exists. Mm -hmm. But he would get like emails that, you know, the UK is going to be um, eliminating the Holocaust from its curriculum. And then he would send it to me and he'd be like, can you believe this? And I was like, no, I can't believe this. Let me look into it. And I'd look Mm -hmm. into it. And it's like nonsense. It's, you know, it's fake, just fake. And I would send it to him and I'd be like, you know, 
all you have to do <laughs> is go to this site called Snopes. Mm-hmm. I will bookmark it for you. And you can just type in a couple keywords and see if it's true. But in the meantime, he's already done the damage because he's forwarded it to everybody on his contact list. And, you know, 80% of those people are exactly like him and will just believe it without researching it. It's that kind of stuff. And I don't know what that comes from. I don't know where that comes from. I think that that there's there's like an underlying reason that that those kinds of fake news stories are going out. And there might be something around sort of, you know, you'll see Jews for Trump, that kind of thing, mm-hmm. right? Because Jewish people have traditionally been Democrat, like as a group, I think a big portion are are Democrats. But there's been movement from that group toward the Republican side recently. And mm. I wonder how much those kinds of news pieces are sort of soft pushes for them to to okay. push people that way. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. The propaganda has been not only relentless, but ubiquitous. Mm-hmm. Um, and also um, intangible in many ways, precisely because of how fast it spreads. Mm-hmm. So that by the time you identify it, so much damage has has been done. Um, last question for me is, has your dad um, donated to political campaigns, supported... Oh in any material way, any any pol- politicians or political platforms or any groups? I doubt it. I, I don't know for sure. But like okay. you would, I mean, knock me over with a feather if I found out that he had donated to a political <laughs> cause. Because he Why? Is, well, because he just believes, like he just thinks all of that is just BS. And um, okay. he's just not, he's not into donating anything anytime ever. You know, so he's just okay, not then. that type of person. <laughs> like maybe just use clothes and stuff, but he's not going to like donate his art, hard earned money and toward money. a cause. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. Thank you so much for coming back. You're welcome. If you haven't yet, listen to Adela's original episode. It's called That Voter for Trump. And you can find it on our feed, on our website. Anywhere you're listening to the show right now. How to Talk to Mommy and Papi About Anything is an original production of Lantigua Williamson Co. Virginia Lora produced this episode. Kojin Tashiro mixed it. Manuela Bedoya is our social media editor. Cedric Wilson is our lead producer. I'm the show's creator, Juleika Lantigua Williams. On Twitter and Instagram, we're at Talk to Mommy Papi. Please, 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 please subscribe and rate us and share us and tweet about us and all of the things. You can rate us on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, and anywhere you listen to your favorite podcasts. Bye, everybody. Same place next week. <laughs>